some of the most interesting things, in my opinion, for sports fans is when players, coaches, media members, broadcasters can take a fan to a place that they can't otherwise go. You know, into that locker room, into the tunnel, into the interactions in the trenches. It's it's weird. Um, it, it, that, but I've always, like, stopped what I'm doing. When a player starts telling stories, so we're in the huddle. You know, when that starts with that, I'm always like, ooh, cool, let's go in the huddle. Because I think in, deep down, all of us, you know, wish we were in that huddle. <laughs> you know, all of us wish... What would be better than being in a post-game locker room after winning a big game Yeah, and hearing the players tell the stories and getting to be <clears throat> even just a fly in the wall? So when Alex Anzalone wrote yesterday this long piece in the Players' Tribune, and we talked about the beginning and the part where he they all supported Dan Campbell, um, he also, I think, took us – the story took us to a place that we couldn't go, which is sort of inside the head of a player, a leader on the team. We got to – he did a really good job describing his feelings. And here we all sit today, and as, as we commiserate together still a week and a half later, um, and I don't know when the clock is going to expire on this as a relevant topic in Detroit, but it, it was kind of pulling the Super Bowl forward a little bit here. The game's on Sunday, and I feel like collectively our tank of given S is on zero still. And it just changed the way we approach the Super Bowl because we were almost a participant. Here's what Anzalone wrote, and I think this is, again, taking the fans a place they can't go, and this is how this player actually feels. Uh, and I've, I've highlighted some parts of this, and but Anzalone wrote, does it hurt? Hell yeah, it hurts. What day is today? I've been in a daze. My phone says it's Saturday. Well, it still hurts on Saturday. At 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm pulling in my driveway after the 49ers game, and I was devastated. A few tears were definitely shed in the locker room, a few more on the plane ride home. When I got in the house, it was a surreal feeling. A couple of days later, we're all hanging in the living room, the whole gang. Cooper, his son, just woke up from his nap. I'm holding Cooper in my arms, my wife next to me on the couch. Out of the blue, Cooper turns to me and innocently asks, Daddy, did you go to the Super Bowl? Oof. I looked at Lindsay and I almost lost it. It hits you right in the heart. Everything kind of came back that moment, you know? I mean, the whole journey coming to Detroit because Dan and the coaching staff believed that I could be the leader of the defense. All the heartbreaking losses of 21 when the world was laughing at us and Dan was telling us, F the world, it's about the guys in this room. Thanksgiving 2022 when we played Buffalo down to the wire and lost another heartbreaker and sitting at four and seven, and we get to practice next Tuesday, and our linebacker coach, Kelvin Shepard, looked us all in our eyes and said, hey, you know what? We're winning out. We're winning out. That's our expectation now. Opening night against Kansas City, when we spoiled the opener banner-raising party, our guy, when a lot of people were saying, oh, man, Kansas City, our guys were thinking, oh, man, Kansas City. Wild card game, Stafford and the Rams coming into Ford Field. Uh, then after that game, the incredible video, the Lions fans crying in the stands and just how much it meant, learning his story, how his late father, a lifelong Lions fan who actually helped build Four Field, it's just Detroit in one image, the Tampa game. 
You thought, how do we get it done? How about Amonroth fighting for the first down with three guys on his back on third and 15? Derek ending it with an unbelievable read. The random lady coming up to David Montgomery at a gas station and giving him a hug, breaking down in tears. Daddy, did you go to the Super Bowl? No, buddy, we didn't. But don't worry, we'll get there. I mean, that's that's Anzalone, right? That's yep. his feelings. I think when you can put into words what it really feels like and you can kind of put yourself in his position, he did a great job, a great job writing that of what it feels like. I mean, after yesterday, after I read that whole thing, Alex Anzalone shot up to like top two lions. You know, is that right? Yeah, he just because everything he the part that you read is a great section. There's of, a lot more to it. I, to I it. I just I highlighted some parts to try and give you the gist of it. But, We're not going to read the whole story on the air, but it, it's but what, on the Players Tribune if you want to go read it. What I liked about it was that he was acknowledging the Detroit side of things. It's it's the fans and how the fans reacted, you know, the fans and the stands and and that he knows the stories. Like he read everything else and he saw the the yeah. news reports on TV. He saw all that stuff. And and he's not immune to it. He's not just I'm just a football player, I don't really care. No, he cares. He's invested and he and he and he knows how invested that the fans are. And I think that's cool and it needed to be shown and and now that it is I want this guy to retire a Detroit Lion. Yeah, it now at the end of the story he writes to what we've been talking about this morning. So to all the Lions fans out there, before I go, I have one final question for you. Are you going to watch it on Sunday? It's funny. When we had our exit meetings with Dan the other day, he actually asked me the same thing. I didn't know how to answer. I honestly hadn't even thought about it yet, and it kind of made me sick thinking about going to some Super Bowl party and standing around like an idiot trying to pretend to be happy. But Dan said, no, you got to watch it, man. Use every second of it as motivation. I'll sure as hell be watching. That's quoting Dan. Anzalone goes on to write, I can't help but have this image of Dan sitting in a dark room this Sunday all by himself, gripping his coffee cup for three straight hours, staring daggers at the TV, just counting down the milliseconds until training camp starts and we can run it back. You're going to have 53 dogs out there doing the exact same. You're going to have the whole coaching staff doing the same. You're going to have a whole city doing the same. This year it sucks. Next year it's us. Believe, Alex. I mean, that like, I've often said we want our athletes to care as much as we care. Right. That is dripping with as much as we care. This goes back to the whole philosophy that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell had from day one of working together. Mm-hmm. They want to put together a team of guys that just love football. And that's what they've done. And Alex Anzalone is a shining example of, of a guy who loves football. Yep. That's a football player. Yep. That's a player right there. Still hurts. Doesn't know what day it is. Didn't even think about if he was going to watch the game. And now is going to watch it seething. 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 So you hope that all manifests itself into a team full of rabid dogs next year. <laughs> but it sounds like it's not something they have to fabricate. Sounds like if Anzalone is the quintessential 2024 Detroit Lion and representative of what a lot of these guys are going to be, we're kind of in good shape, huh? We're kind of in good shape. Yep. We'll see where it goes from there. All right, Gator. Uh, there was an announcement yesterday. It was kind of weird. 
And I don't think any of us really knew what it meant. In fact, I read a bunch about it and couldn't figure it out. And as time has gone by, this has a chance to indeed change how, how we watch sports. There was an announcement yesterday that ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers have agreed to combine and start a streaming service owned equally by all three parties. Now, it, this, this, this may not mean much to you at, at first glance, but understand that ESPN, Fox, and Warner Brothers, these are the networks that will be streamed under this new service. And think about all the sports they carry. ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, the SEC Network, the ACC Network, ESPN News, Fox, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, BTN, Big Ten Network, TNT, TBS, True TV, and ESPN Plus. It's going to be a sports-specific streaming bundle that will carry NFL games, including next year's Super Bowl, the entire NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball playoffs, the bulk of the NASCAR season, the FIFA World Cup, Big Ten sports, SEC sports, ACC sports, all of this through one streaming service, one subscribe streaming service. Mm -hmm. This is a little scary when you talk about streaming and subscribing because some people just don't want to ever stream anything. Right. And subscriptions, of course, means you pay for it. Yep. And they're doing this to try and come up with what appears to be a sustainable business model. We all know that ESPN just cut a bunch of people and is trying to cut costs a little bit. And there's plenty of people out there that don't have cable anymore that have just gone full on streaming. I stream a lot of stuff, but I don't love it because it's not as it's not as easy to use as cable. Now, is it a first world problem that I have to hit the button six times to change channels as opposed to once? Total first world problem. It's not that big a deal. But I'm going to assume if all of these properties are going to be under one streaming service, that part of the goal is to make it much easier to navigate from one game to the next. Now, we're not always navigating between games. Gator, you'll be watching, as you mentioned earlier, Bachelor in Paradise and the Red Wings at the same time. Whatever it might be, right? Well, you brought it up. Didn't bring up against the Red Wings. Wings don't play till Saturday. All right, well, Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Northwestern Indiana game that's going down to the wire. Whatever it might right. be, you can flip to non-sports stuff. You might be flipping to non-sports stuff as well. But this comes with a lot of questions. A ton of questions. Maybe the biggest of which is cost. I think cost is number one. Uh, I, I also have a question about you know, how this affects cable TV, how it affects like if you have Xfinity or whatever. Am I still going to be able to get is ESPN, ESPN2, all those channels I'm, I'm already getting that are part of this bundle. I get all these already. Do you, do you, will they be removed from your cable? Yeah, I think it'll be removed from question. cable or, or is this part of it? Do I not have to get the, the, the streaming bundle because I already have it? Well, there is some speculation on price. 
And we will get to that. Plus, you know, I mean, is this the step, the, the kind of thing that we see and we go, all right, it's streaming or nothing. Like we have to go to streaming. And, and look, there was a time where, Gator, we were growing up that the cool kids had cable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 